VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music and lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, here we go. Rams Saints tonight, live in Los Angeles. It's the Herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. Uh, Such a good job by the art department here at Fox. Look at this set. How beautiful, how magnificent it is. Way to go, everybody. It matches my gray hair. (laughs) It looks great. J-Mac joining me. Um, Greg Cosell in a couple of minutes. 44 years NFL Films. Like betting football, fantasy football, get smarter at football. He's our NFL meat sandwich. 15 minutes of getting smarter. That's in a couple of minutes. So I was talking about this during the break. Bill Belichick, there's a story here that Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, is moving off Bill. Tom Curran, NBC in Boston, reports this. I've had, I've had Tom on multiple times, known him for years. He's very good. They're hoping to get compensation. Could they trade Bill Belichick? I don't think it happens because that would delay the process of hiring a new coach. But I have made calls over the last two weeks with people inside the league to just gauge interest and opinions on Belichick. So Belichick sold us for 20 years on a premise. Fun in football is winning. Nothing else matters. 364, 365 days of grinding, winning, Super Bowls, all that matters. And that idea was held up by one peg, Tom Brady. Tom left. Who wants to be part of it now? The grind, the grumpy, the rigid. Jim Harbaugh is intense, but he's fun. Players and coaches cry when they talk about Jim. Belichick, I'm told, the feeling in the league, he's a bit of a downer. There's a reason his staff is his children and retreads. A lot of the young voices, a lot of the young minds, especially on offense, don't want to work with him. It's a downer. He has too much control. Even the scouting departments, the Patriots have been one of the weaker draft day teams over the last six, seven years. Why? Because in January, mid-January, Bill says, I got it from here. He's at the point with money, legacy, rings, opinions, net worth. You're not going to listen to a lot of people. And again, the NFL is hard. It doesn't need to be miserable. 
if you look at a lot of the young coaches that build very strong staffs, McVay, D'Amico Ryans, they're fun. Even Andy Reid, commercials, funny. Dan Campbell, Nick Sirianni, Mike McDaniel, older Pete Carroll, fun. Build staffs, optimistic, fun. No days off with Tom Brady was one thing. No days off with Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones sounds like a human rights violation. People don't want to go to work and be miserable. And if you don't have a chance to win the ring, and New England's a thousand galaxies from that, it's hard to build a, build a staff. Andy Reid's fun. Andy Reid's collaborative. Andy Reid doesn't need to control personnel. Andy Reid's in touch with today's offensive-minded NFL. The people I talk to in the NFL say, if you got to work this hard, and there's no guarantees you'll even be good, there's got to be a little fun. There's got to be a little joy. A little. No, no days off. Most young people don't want that, even if there is gold at the end of that rainbow. They want days off. Um, Greg Cosell, joining us now live as he does customarily on Thursdays. So we're going to look in the rearview mirror a little before we look ahead, because there's some really interesting Cowboys, Dolphins, uh, Ravens, Niners, uh, Rams I want to talk about later. They play the Saints tonight. So let's look yep. back. I had said the last two weeks with James Cook in a run game is the first time I really look at Buffalo and think, that's what a Super Bowl team looks like. The quarterback, it reminds me of those Big Ben Steeler teams. Early on, he wouldn't throw 30 times. It was 20. It was 19. Run game. It was Jerome Bettis, I think, initially. And later, it was Le'Veon Bell. But the more they relied on Ben, the Super Bowls dried up. It was a defensive culture, toughness run game, with a 6'6 giant who could make three or throw transformational plays. I don't know what the film says, but that Buffalo team, to me, could make a long run. They're not even in the playoffs, Greg. But what's the film? What's the film say? Well, I got to tell you, it was one of the most fun films I've watched because you have to think of it this way, Colin. When you put together a run game, when coaches sit down and decide how they want to run the football in a given week against an opponent, what they look at is the defensive fronts. What runs work best against the predominant tendency defensive fronts of their opponent? We know football's a physical game. That's just the nature of it. So, of course, you have to block people, but it goes way beyond that. And I thought that they took some of their staple runs, for instance, a run called tackle trap, in which they pull the tackle. Usually it's Deion Dawkins, the left tackle. Sometimes it's Brown, the right tackle. They pull him across the formation. That's a staple run. But they did such a good job of attacking the defensive front alignments of the Cowboys. The Cowboys line up very often in what we call an over front, meaning it's shifted. The front is shifted to the strength of the offensive side of the ball to yeah. where the tight end is usually. yes yes that's what an over front is and they did a great job attacking that running to the weakness of that front and they had great great success so this was a tactical game colin as much as it was hey they just lined up and they beat them up which they did on occasion but it was far more tactical so we had said going into the weekend the two teams we liked were the bills over dallas and the lions over denver I thought it was a tough matchup. Yeah. Jared Goff coming off an embarrassing performance, goes home in the dome. This is a very fast, twitchy Lions offense. You get them on a you get them on a fast track. They're a handful. 
it was a much worse matchup than I envisioned. What did Detroit do that was so overwhelmingly positive? I think the Lions, in many ways, do a lot of the same things on a weekly basis. Um, you know, their pass game foundations are reduced splits, motion, great with spacing. They work between the numbers with their route concepts. They use play action more than any team in the NFL, and, and they put Goff under center to run play action, which is tougher for defense to deal with because it creates conflict for players that have run pass responsibilities. Um, and they just executed really, really well. They ran some route concepts that just put defenders in such conflict that they weren't sure how to play them. Um, and now that they have a run game they, and they have two backs who are totally different, I mean, what Gibbs gives this offense is really special. Yeah. He is an explosive player. Um, and while he may not be a quote-unquote feature back within the context of what they do and how he's deployed, he really gives them a lot of juice. And you're seeing Jamison Williams now slowly yes. become more involved in their pass game, and he's another guy with explosive traits. So as long as they can protect yeah. and Jared Goff is relatively comfortable in the pocket, this is a very difficult pass game to defend. Yeah, the rookie tight end, Gibbs, Amaron St. Brown, Williams now is is emerging. It's a lot uh, and Jared's always thrown one of the prettier balls in the league. So, Oh, for sure. Yeah. You know, we were saying earlier, Georgia was really good this year, but because of personnel losses the last two years in the draft, they're not quite as good. And we can we can talk about Philadelphia all we want. They lost their best guard, their two best linebackers, a top person in the secondary, a top defensive lineman, a great offensive coordinator. Isn't part of Philly's issue they're good, but they lost. If you would have taken a non-playoff team and take – all they lost and put all those coaches and players on that non-playoff team, they lost a, they could have they would create a playoff team. Like, isn't part of Philly's issues? They just lost great coaches and players. They're not the same team. I mean, I'm sure, you know, you could argue that's a part of it, but the tape I think tells you a lot. I think when you watch their offensive tape in particular, you're seeing that Jalen Hurts right now is just not seeing things the way he needs to see things. Um, the processing isn't as sharp as it was a year ago. We know he can do it. We've seen him do it. But for whatever reason this year, and we don't know the answer to this, but he's just not seeing it the right way. I mean, I could show you watching the tape route concepts that are basic, that every team runs in the league, and he's just not reading them correctly, and therefore the ball is not coming out. There are throws that are there every single week that he's simply not making. Um, and I think when, when your quarterback is struggling to execute basic concepts, it really hurts your offense. And defensively, they simply cannot rush the quarterback. Uh, you, last week on that 10-play final drive by the Seahawks, there were 10 plays. They rushed with four every snap. They didn't get near lock, and they played a lot of man coverage. That was a change that was made with the new uh, new play caller, I guess. We don't want to say new coordinator, the new play caller. Uh, but they, they played a lot more man and they don't really have players in the secondary at this moment in time that can play man at a high level. So they, they're not rushing the quarterback. They're struggling to cover. It's, it's a team right now that doing some of the basic things, they're not doing very well. Okay, let's talk about this weekend. Let's start with the Cowboys who were humiliated going to Miami. I, tend yeah. to, I think Dallas will have a very intense week of practice. I think they'll establish <laughs> physicality and beat Miami. But I want to ask you about Tua. When you look at defenses, because the Cowboys can be hyper-aggressive at times, and it can backfire. Yes. 
But how is Tua done against defenses like Dallas that have a pass rush and can be very aggressive on the back end? How does he match up? Yeah, I think the key thing is the back end. Because when they're playing well on offense, the Dolphins, that is, the ball gets out. So I'm not suggesting there'll be no pass rush and it won't be a factor at all. But he's, he doesn't take deep drops. He hits the back foot. The ball gets out. Okay, so it's really more about being aggressive from a coverage perspective on the back end. And the player I think they're going to go after is Duran Bland. Now, Bland is really good. He's a squatter and he's a sitter, and he plays their pass rush. So the large majority of his interceptions have come when he's been able to do that. But we'll see how they can play on the back end. I think you're going to see double moves against Bland uh, because this pass game is really it's quick, it's rhythmic, and the ball gets out. Now, obviously, we're speaking about normal down-and-distance situations. There's a run game element to Miami as well that's very, very good. And you need to get them. You can say this about any team, but it's particularly the case with Miami, Colin. You need to get them in long yardage yeah. where the pass rush then becomes a factor. Because in normal down and distance situations, it's coverage before pass rush. You must be able to take away those first window throws. So Miami's defense, uh, since week five, they're getting Vic Fangio's defense is getting a real pass rush. They have a very productive sack total. Dak will face some pressure. How does Dak he line will. up against Fangio's defense and most notably the pressure they're creating the last six, seven weeks? Yeah, they, they, they will create pressure. Um, where I think they've improved dramatically, and I haven't heard this talked about much, but I love watching it on film, is Jalen Ramsey. Because Jalen Ramsey, people think of him, they probably remember him back in the day in Jacksonville when he had great one-on-one man-to-man matchups with DeAndre Hopkins. People remember those things. Um, they might think of him playing a lot of slot when he was with the Rams. But he is one of the absolute best zone corners in the NFL. I mean, he just his understanding of route concepts and how to play them and how not to put himself in conflict as a zone corner. Uh, I think since he's been there, a lot has changed in a positive way for the Dolphins, uh, and their defense has improved dramatically. I'm very curious because R- Ramsey is one of those guys that believes he can do anything if he's not lobbying Vic Fangio all this week to say, Put me on C.D. Lamb. I don't care where he lines up. (laughs) Put me on C.D. Lamb. Now, I don't know if that will happen. I think it could at times. Um, I think a really important player for Dallas this week, if they're to have success, is the tight end Jake Ferguson, who, for whatever reason, they did not throw the ball to last week until the second half. Okay, let's go now to Ravens in the Bay Area against San Francisco. Now, Lamar has owned... NFC teams and my theory has always been if you don't see him regularly he is an avalanche you just uh, now that said the Niners do have the sort of twitchy athletic linebackers that they should be better than like Detroit was perhaps against him yeah so when let's talk about Lamar and the Niners defense they're uniquely athletic at linebacker I do think that helps against Lamar yeah, I mean, I, I think we have to remember one thing. You know, it's funny. For years, we talked about Lamar, and hey, he's not a great passer and all that. But, you know, his impact on their run game cannot be overstated. I mean, he dictates the way defenses have to play from an alignment standpoint or a responsibility standpoint. He forces defenders, Colin, to play almost against their natural instincts of reacting quickly. Um, now, 
as a passer, will he leave some throws on the field at times because he's not truly a natural anticipation thrower? Sure. But with, with Jackson, there's a sliding scale because of his high-level movement ability. And keep one thing in mind. You hear, all this, you hear this all the time when coaches say, we want to keep someone in the pocket. They even say that about Mahomes. Not because they think these guys can't throw from the pocket. It's because they practice predictability. And when a quarterback like Lamar goes three, four seconds, and now he starts to move, the predictability of what you've practiced all week, where you, have, you think you have answers defensively, that all goes away. Yeah. So, yes, they have fast players, and I'm not saying Lamar's going to eat them up, but he's a very difficult player to defend. So the Ravens' defense, first of all, they went and grabbed a linebacker from the Bears, and he's, you know, he's a remarkable yeah. player. And so they're they're just a better defense. Some of their injuries are on offense. Their their defense is pretty stout. Uh, they create a consistent pass rush. Ravens football's been physical since forever. Um, Brock Purdy against this defense has he faced anything similar to it? What do you expect? Yeah. Um, well, what, what look? I think to me, the key to this defense is is Kyle Hamilton and the two linebackers Queen and Smith. I yeah. think those are the keys to the defense in the way they're in which they're deployed. But way but what they do as well as any team in the league is show you pressure fronts, which you have to account for, and then late rotation to coverage. Okay, now for a lot of quarterbacks, that's a problem. Brock Purdy. This is one of his best traits. He has shown just a remarkable ability to handle late rotation and still play within the structure of what he's seen. People may remember the 35-yard completion last week to George Kittle. That was a great example of that. I know it was against the Cards, but tactically the Cards did a lot of what the Ravens do on that particular play. Uh, so this is a really interesting matchup to me as far as the, the disguise, the rotation, what the Ravens do, and how it's handled by uh, Purdy and the Niners offense. And, and one of the players worth mentioning who's having the best year of his career hands down is Jadavion Clowney. He has become a true edge pass rusher, which quite frankly he was not prior to this year. Yeah. That's a great point. Chase Young, Clowney, they got a lot of they got a lot of size and dudes up front. Okay. Um, in the offseason, I said, it's a coach quarterback league. You can't convince me the Rams are a five-win team. That's what Vegas thought. I said they're going to win eight or yeah. nine if Stafford's upright, Higby, Cooper Cup. I didn't know T- Puka Nakua was going to be this, but their O-line's got a good right tackle, workable left tackle. I'm like, they're not going to be a disaster if Stafford's healthy. Well, they're better than I thought. They're on a heater. Um I just I think McVeigh is brilliant. Before we get to a big play, just your overwhelming, your overreaching thoughts on uh, the team playing tonight, the Rams. Your thoughts, what the film says on them? Yeah, I think they've run the ball extremely well. I think McVeigh has understood what Kyron Williams is. He's not a great back, but they get him on the perimeter. They run more of what we call duo than they ever ran before. But in the pass game, I love what they do. A ton of motion. The second uh, highest motion team in the league behind the Dolphins. I love what they do with stacks and bunches. They they sort of work the game and figure out how you're going to defend all their bunch looks, and then they attack it. McVeigh is a master at that. And you know, and I know you agree with this, Colin. But Matthew Stafford is just an elite thrower of oh, the football. Beautiful. He's played a lot of games in this league. And, and, you know, he's not really fooled. He'll throw a bad one here and there, you know, but that's because he's an aggressive thrower. But for the most part, 
you know, this is a really, really well-schemed offense with a really good trigger man. And, you know, we're going to get to the play. We're seeing highlights now from the Commanders game a week ago. And we'll get to the play right now because it's a touchdown from the Commanders game last week, which came early in the fourth quarter, by the way. So if we can get to the play, we're looking at it actually right now. So let's see, you know, how we break this down. Stafford's in the gun. It's third down, by the way. So Stafford's in the gun. And as I said, Bunch is what you're seeing here to the wide side of the field. They had done this a lot during the game, and they knew how it was going to be played. What did the commanders do? First of all, there's Demarcus Robinson. He's the point man in the bunch. But what did the commanders do? They played what we call four over three box. It's a zone concept where they're matching routes as they develop. Okay, so it's not pure man. What they want to get here is Robinson on that safety, on on the route that he's going to run. You'll take a wide receiver on a safety every time. So you've got to control that corner if you're going to run a corner route. And how do they do that? With Cooper Cup. Now he's going to release vertically and attack that corner. It's the corner's responsibility in this coverage to play outside. So you see that Cup eats up the corner. And now what do you have? You have Robinson, a wide receiver, running a vertical route against a safety. That's exactly what you want. And he's going to run a corner route. And now with the defensive corner sitting low playing cup, there's no one who can do this and you who can cover this. And it's just beautifully designed. They had set this up all game long because, as I said, they did this in the early in the fourth quarter after probably being in trips, bunch, oh, I don't know, nine, ten times in the game and seeing exactly how the commanders would play it. That, to me, is what McVeigh is so good at. Shanahan's so good at. They play a four-quarter game. They see how you play, and then they attack it. Yeah, and Demarcus Robinson suddenly has become a very important piece with Nakua, yeah. Higby, Cup. It's amazing. Everybody's contributing to this really interesting football team they play tonight. Greg, as always, happy holidays. Great seeing you. Thank you, too, Colin. Really appreciate it. Yeah, I like the way you said that. When you do watch the Rams, I thought they should have won the Ravens game. It's really a chess match. They are manipulating, playing, setting up plays. Sometimes defensive coaches, I, they just call plays. But when you watch San Francisco and the Rams, it, it's, they're, it's everything setting something up. There's a, there's a counter punch to everything they do, and it's fun to watch. I have a great parlay for you this weekend. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, use the code HERD. That's me, H-E-R-D, when you download the app, and that takes under two minutes. Here's my parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook, and we had a very good week last week. I'm going to take the Jaguars plus one, getting points at the Bucks. Tampa Bay has been a good story. Jacksonville's a better team. I get a quarterback edge off an ugly loss. Cowboys plus one and a half at the Dolphins. Miami struggled with physical teams. Dallas didn't look like it against Buffalo. They'll be ready to be physical. And I'll take the Broncos at home minus six and a half again off an ugly, disappointing loss. They'll circle the wagons and beat a Patriots team that is pretty lifeless. If you want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up quick. New users. Use the code herd when you download the app. H-E-R-D. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. 
The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. The code is heard ATRD. New customers can bet five bucks, get $150 instantly in bonus bets. That's only at DraftKings Sportsbook and only with the code heard ATRD. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or in West Virginia, visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 877 8 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m. Wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. <sighs> Much better. 2 p.m. Grab seats for the game. On, 6 p.m. Book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. When your business reaches a certain scale, challenges begin to surface. You deserve a customized solution, and that's netsuite.com slash herd. They have a KPI checklist absolutely free. Without further ado, J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. All right, let's start with with the player and the team we have banned from the show, the Jets. And Aaron Rodgers, Colin, I mean, listen, everybody's disappointed, myself included. Robert Sala is confident that the team can live up to high expectations next season when your buddy, Aaron Rodgers, is back. The excitement uh, in August of 2023 was real. Uh, the excitement of everyone coming out of the tunnel uh, on September 11th was real. And uh, it's unfortunate the way the season panned out, but, uh, but with that excitement, we'll have that excitement again. And the expectation for me, and I'll speak for everybody around here, is that we win. You know, we've got to be smart and got to make sure we're doing the right things, but um, we want to win a championship. We believe we can win a championship. And uh, I know he said two years, but in a perfect situation, we win a championship next year, and he walks off in the sunlight. I will say this. Uh, it's a down year in the AFC. Think about this. This was the year to make hay in the AFC for, for this team. So next year, Justin Herbert will have a better coach. Joe Burrow will be back. Mahomes' young receivers will be older. Russell Wilson and Sean Payton, year two. Belichick could have Drake, Mayer, Caleb Williams. Like, this was the year. This idea that, hey, next year... No, no, no. This is the year to make hay for the Jets. Herbert's not going to be regressing. Burrow back. All those young receivers for Mahomes, they'll probably add one. I'm just saying, it, it, this this is the year. That's why I like Buffalo now emerging 
I mean, Tua and Mike McDaniel not getting worse. That's a machine you got to go through. Well, we'll see. They got. They probably got to pay Tua, so they'll have to lose some stuff else. Jalen Waddle, you just lose Jalen Waddle and just draft lose. Well, I mean, he's a good player, he's but it's really a, good. It's a Tyreek Hill off. We'll see. He's I still on his, on his rookie deal. A lot happening. Um, since I'm not talking about the Jets, can I just inform you a second ago? Jags announced Trevor Lawrence not at practice today. Will not practice. He's got a concussion. As such, I just went and bet the Tampa Bay Buccaneers against the Jags. Looking like maybe C.J. Beathard. Next story. All eyes were on the Broncos' sideline when Sean Payton was chewing out Russell Wilson. Look at that. Just ripping him to shreds. I mean, if you're watching at home, look at the... the who is that? The like practice squad quarterback or whatever? No. He's just sitting there. Quarterback, coach, whoever that guy is. Like, ooh, geez, that was harsh. Anyways, Payton said it was just in the heat of the moment. Uh, and Russ has now offered his thoughts on getting chewed out. What do you think when you kind of see all the stuff in social media and TV, they're replaying that particular clip and all that kind of stuff? I don't really try to pay attention to it, to be honest with you. I was there. Um, I think I think, um, you know, I think we both wanted to score a touchdown there. I think that's what that's, you know, we all, all wanted to score. You know, we get the ball, you know, across, we think, and, and vice versa, it doesn't work out, whatever it is. And even get a fourth and one, we get it in there, and then they call Phil. You know, so, you know, that, that's just an unfortunate situation because we believe it's going to make it 28-14. So that, that's really where, where, where all the... All the uh, frustration was is that we didn't, you know, get to make it twenty fourteen there in that situation. That's a good. That's a perfect answer, by the way. Yeah, great answer. Yeah. By the way, when was the last time you got chewed out like that, just undressed in front of other people? Uh, at least once a weekend by my wife. Oh, stop it! That's <laughs> not in front of others. Well, yeah, I don't. know. I got chewed out here once. It wasn't by an executive. It was by a. Well, who'd you get chewed you out? Know, I didn't really oh, care. Okay, that stuff yeah. doesn't bother me. Yeah. Um, yeah. But like it. This is in uh, in a stadium full of people and a national TV audience. Well, I don't think you're thinking about that when you're getting you. you but bottom line is Russell Wilson's right. They wanted to score. You know, for all the misgivings about this, does everybody understand? Is they're going to be a very viable team next year if yeah. these two play together because they're not going to start one and five. Well, wait, been, wait, 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 if wait, you wait. go to hey, weeks, you said if these two play together. Well, I don't know if that's going to work. Okay, okay. But I'm saying if you go to week seven to today, it'd be a playoff team. So, yeah. I mean, for all the stuff we say that it doesn't work, week seven to now, it, it's a playoff team. And that and this team, with a pass rusher, another weapon, they'll probably upgrade tight end, should be a very viable team. I don't know. There's some professional money coming in on the Patriots this week in Denver. Um, okay. Some of the stats don't favor Denver. This whole, like, check down stuff, running the ball on first down. Denver's doing a lot of stuff that people don't like. Like, smart football people are like... This is not sustainable. Is he doing it because he doesn't trust Russ? Or is he doing it because he thinks that's the only way this team can win? And I think once you answer that, we'll find out if Russ is going to be back. Because it's easy to write him off, Colin. Who, who you get? You're not getting Fields. He well, doesn't yeah, want Justin Fields. No, no, no. no, no. I mean, that, that's why I'm saying is Denver's going to be a good team next year. Denver right now is a good team. They're not a great team. They're a good team. The league's only got a couple of greats. Right. Niners look great. Dallas on some days looks look great. Baltimore can look great. There's not a lot of great in the league. There's varying degrees of bad, pretty good, and good. I think Denver's a good team, but I don't. I don't think they're. I don't think they're beyond that. But I wouldn't be shocked if they add because Mims has been a good rookie receiver. He's solid. If Mims, Sutton, they upgrade tight end. What if they get with their with their draft pick? The problem with dumping Russ is you're going to have to take the dead cap money. It's a big hit. Yes. So you can't. You're not going to have a lot of flexibility next year. I don't want to call it a lost year, but it won't be great. What you're building for is like 2025. Like, is that too far ahead? I don't know. No, I, I mean, I I I I think they're going to be better than you think. They have a they have well, a first just remember, round pick. Chargers are going to be back. 
Okay, if Harbaugh's in that division, you're starting at best third in the division. At best. We'll see what the Raiders do. Final story, and I know you're excited about this team. The Philadelphia 76ers, Joel Embiid, 51 on Minnesota. And I know Minnesota's like really a great story this year, but that's an impressive 51. Yeah, Embiid when was Embiid's on, he's like Shaq. He's pretty unstoppable when he's on. I'm not ready to go there, but he, he, he's a different player than Shaq. You don't, you don't think he's in the Shaq the class? Shaq's Career? Got... Dang, no I'm not saying he's Shaq. I'm saying when he plays well, he has these moments where nobody in the world can stop him. He can be insane. That's accurate. He's totally dominant. Um, 12th game in a row with Embiid for 30 and 10. Woo! He said that his stats only matter if the team is winning. Now, somebody during the commercial break sent me an insane stat. You know, sometimes they look at these lineups with the best rating. The 76ers, by a mile. I'm okay, talking what's like the a lineup? country mile. Okay, read the lineup, J-Mac. What is the well, lineup? Well, unfortunately, the... it's just the pictures. So you... it's no, Tyrese no. Maxey, um. a guard I don't know, Tobias Harris, um, oh, see, I think I Nick Batum and Joel Embiid. Did, did you say Tobias Harris? Yeah, he, he's in that lineup. So their net rating is plus 33.3. The Suns are way back and remember, after that. Remember, this matters because the Celtics have no bench. So if their starting five is better than Boston's, and it's a, it's a well net neutral. Uh, if you really want to go deep, the schedule has been soft, like Charmin oh, soft oh, yeah, in the last sure. couple of weeks. That's why they're yeah. dominating. It gets tougher here. Remember, the NBA backloads the tough te- the good teams. So once football season's over, the Sixers are going to so, be on so TV all the time. Minnesota's no good now. They're um, the number one seed in the West. They are, um, and they blew them out. They they, they did paste them. Um, this is the best Sixers team. Okay. It's December. Here's if you want to get excited, Daryl Morey is watching. They have ammo and draft picks to make another move to bolster the I don't, team if, don't, if don't, things don't if things goes sideways. You know what I would do? And I haven't watched them enough to be an expert. I will talk to him. I would because I think offensively they're special. I don't worry about the offense. I think they move the ball when I've watched them. Can you go get just a a a a, a, a wing defender that's annoying? Go to like go to go to like Alex uh, Caruso. <laughs> no, I mean just somebody to, on the wing to be a, an, a fly in the Celtics ointment yeah. on the wing. I don't know how they remember Tatum when it mattered most. Dominated. I know. Dominated. I so know. They don't have any. Tobias Harris could not check him at all okay. when it mattered and get at the end of Game Six and Seven. Now listen, I'll give you Maury's phone number. You could text him and throw some ideas. He stopped responding to me. After I was very no, this of him. I like this team a lot. And it took them a while to get there. They got Simmons out, Harden out. This is a good team. And if you can't trust Boston late, which you can't, they you don't have the, trust the Celtics. Boston don't late. have a great bench. It makes Boston very vulnerable. If I can tell you, Colin, you could build your team around Jason Tatum or Joel Embiid. Who you got? That's not as easy as you think. For one game, I can't do this. What you you you? He was the MVP. So what? Timeout. Your entire premise of the season is Brock Purdy as MVP. Oh, so, and, and no, Bede wins it, and it means nothing. Basketball. Your entire totally premise different. of the world totally starts different. with Brock Purdy Not MVP. Even the same discussion. <laughs> okay. Uh, J Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. I'm beloved in Philadelphia. How many drinks did you have with Chip Kelly last night? I'm not going to You're get on into one it. tonight. You're no, on I, one I, right I'm going to tell you something. There is something about a good beer and clarity of seeing the truth in the world. So no eggnog, just beer. And I saw a lot of truth last <laughs> night. <laughs> we had fun. Uh, did you know Discover wants everybody to feel special? 
I did. That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service. Zero dollar fraud liability means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more. Discover.com slash credit card limitations apply. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. An epic matchup between your two favorite teams, and you're at the game getting the most from what it means to be here with American Express. You breeze through the card member entrance, stop by the lounge. Now it's almost tip off, and everyone's already on their feet. This is gonna be good. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply. Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. And when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Saturday on Fox Primetime Hoops, it's a biggie showdown as Rick Pitino and his St. John's team take on Tristan Newton and fifth-ranked UConn. It all tips off Saturday at 7.30 Eastern on Fox. Um, so the Ravens are 11-3. and three. They go to the Bay Area. The Niners are 11-3, and three, and yet the Niners are uh, five-and-a-half-point favorites. Kyle Hamilton, who's having a very, very good year at safety for the Ravens, says, what's the deal with that? The 11 and threes are not created equal right now um, in terms of the 49ers versus us, and um, we feel a little disrespected by that. Uh, I feel like we are the best team in the league, and uh, we've got an opportunity in front of the country to show it. So uh, John Harbaugh is a great underdog coach. I expect a very close game, but um, we do this before the biggest game of 
the weekend, maybe four or five times a year, we go and say, here are the top ten players. Now, I think the Niners should be favored. I think it's going to be 28-24 San Francisco. I would take the points in Baltimore. Um, and, but they are banged up. They just lost uh, Mitchell, another very, very twitchy athlete on offense. So if we listed the top ten players, here's how I would list them in this game. Now, it will come off. Well, I'll just list the players. So the best player, I would say, is Christian McCaffrey. Um, leads the NFL six games over 100 yards rushing. Um, I mean, he's got 20 total touchdowns. I think he's one of the best running backs in league history, up there with Walter Payton, uh, Barry Sanders. He's having a remarkable year. I think McCaffrey would be my MVP, so he is the best player in this game. I would say the second best player is the best left tackle maybe in a decade, Trent Williams, who's not allowed a sack since week 13 of last year. When he's healthy, they win. Um, he, he, you know, the great left tackles, Tyron Smith of the Cowboys and Trent Williams, they will make great pass rushers. They'll engulf them. Uh, so there are very few people on the planet that have his size and his feet. He's the second best player in this game. Third best player to me is Lamar Jackson. On pace to become the first quarterback with 3,700 passing yards and 900 rushing yards. He's just having a great year. And by the way, when I say he's third, it, you know, this, this these top three players... McCaffrey, Trent Williams, and Lamar Jackson are top players in the league at their positions, right? So, like, it's it's inches, not feet. Then it gets really, really close. Number four, I think the NFL's best chess piece is Debo Samuel. He's one of two players in the entire league with five-plus receiving touchdowns and five-plus rushing touchdowns. The other is McCaffrey. So I just think he is just too big for corners. Uh, too fast for linebackers. I think he's a chess piece, and he has the perfect coach. Uh, he starts running and gets steam. None of those DBs want a piece of that. <laughs> he's just—he's like a tight end, but thicker and faster. Uh, I think the number five player is Nick Bosa, who uh, second most pressures in the NFL behind Micah Parsons. When he's healthy, he's just like T.J. Watt, Miles Garrett. Just—you're not going to block him. You know, you just you got about a second and a half to have an edge on him, and then it's it's over. Uh, number six is the best linebacker in the game, Fred Warner, uh, who is the highest graded linebacker according to PFF. Insane range. I almost wonder sometimes you could put him on offense and have him do something in, in Kyle's system. He's just an insane athlete. Has four interceptions. So there's just there's nobody else on the planet quite like him. Number seven, Roquan Smith, to me, is the second best linebacker in the NFL. He has transformed this defense. Uh, Ten-plus pressures, five-plus pass breakups. Just a great player. Hall of Fame talent. Georgia Bulldog. Great with the Bears, but the Bears had to get offensive help for Justin Fields, so they moved off him. And at the time, I'm like, that's a lot of money to play a linebacker. But he, he and Fred Warner are the two linebackers in the NFL. You should just pay. Uh, number eight, George Kittle, who's the highest-graded tight end in football this year. Um, blocks, physical, red zone, after the catch, Hall of Fame talent. I don't think there's any denying that Kittle's great. Number nine, Brock Purdy. He's having a great year. He is not Lamar as a talent, but he is having, leads the NFL in uh, passer rating at 119. He is a good player. Some would argue great. I'm not there. This is not a knock. These are the two best teams in the league. You got like 12 Hall of Famers in this game. This is not a knock on Brock Purdy. I don't see him as a Hall of Fame talent. Number 10 was tough. I went with Kyle Hamilton or Brandon Ayuk, and I went with Ayuk over Kyle Hamilton because he touches the ball. 
So if people will take a receiver over a safety in a draft. I think Kyle's having a great year, and Kyle's arguably the best safety in football. He's 11, but IU, second straight 1,000-yard season. Not as consistent as Kyle Hamilton. He can disappear a little bit because they have so many weapons. But, I mean, to tell you how good these teams are, Kyle Hamilton's my 11, and I think he's probably the best safety in football. And so, and Kyle's great. But, again, if you're asking me to take a safety or a receiver, I'd probably take... Now, you look at that and you think, oh, it's a blowout. But, again, 11 would be Kyle Hamilton. Um, If Mark Edwards was healthy, he would be in my top six. The the, uh, tight end for Mark Andrews, he would be top six. I think he's the only guy with Kittle and Travis Kelsey in that class. All right, right, I got to jump in here. Um, All right, don't freak out, okay? I just got a text. Did Cowherd put McCaffrey in the same sentence as Barry Sanders and Walter Payton? Better receiver I, I than both. I was listening, but... Better receiver than both. That kind of matters in 2023. Oh, my gosh. I don't know oh, if okay. you... Uh, so you also, on the list of the top players in a football game, I, I'm going to start with this. What is the most important position in football? Just answer that. Don't go anywhere else. Quarterback. Okay. How on earth do you have a quarterback, Brock Purdy, who's leading every quarterback in every category... Behind two linebackers. Come on, man. That's off-brand for you. you got to put a quarterback ahead of linebackers. Warner's awesome. Roquan Smith, very good. If one of them is out for the game, line's barely budging. Brock Purdy all of a sudden hurt? you got to go to Sam Darnold? Ravens are favored. Get Purdy up the list. Colin, the disrespect here. I, I see that smirk. I know what you're doing. I'm not doing this a, is... I'm not ranking position importance. These are the top 10 players. It's actually a compliment to put Brock Purdy over Kyle Hamilton. Hamilton's the best safety in the game, a high school All-American, a college All-American, a first-round pick. I don't care what he did at Notre Dame. Well, did Brock Purdy's second season. Yeah, but he doesn't lose any games, and his numbers are Mm. off the charts. He actually does when... Debo doesn't play. He doesn't have the when he doesn't have the the all-star cast, and he's missing occasionally. Debo he loses. So we said that I'm I'm kind of sort of done with the Jets. Yeah. If the 49ers send me a Brock Purdy jersey, send me one. Mm. I will wear it on the air the week they're going to the Super Bowl. Not two weeks, but the week leading up to the Super Bowl. I'll wear it on the air one day. Permission? Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah, that's that Seahawk tattoo going. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You there see it as a criticism. This game has – put that list up again. Yeah. Barring injuries – Barring injuries, McCaffrey's a Hall of Famer. Trent Williams a Hall of Famer. Lamar will get a lot of votes. So will Debo. Bosa's a Hall of Famer. Warner's a Hall of Famer. Roquan Smith a Hall of Famer. Kittle is a Hall of Famer. Yeah, uh, and listen, Kyle. I'm Han- the- now I'm not saying I'm not saying they are now. I'm saying barring injuries, those are Hall of Fame players. So to have those guys ahead of Iowa State's Brock Purdy is not a criticism. Ayuk, I don't think, is a Hall of Fame talent. I think Kyle Hamilton, they don't put a lot of safeties in the Hall of Fame. If Kyle plays for the next 10 years like this year, he's a Hall of Famer. I, I would put uh, Zay Flowers ahead of Kyle uh, Zay Hamilton. Zay Flowers, Flowers is... No, 11 was juice. Hamilton, 12 was Zay Flowers. Okay. Um, do you remember... Uh, you probably don't, but um, do you remember the discussion we had about Debo Samuel? Remember I said he was... Oh, was, was it top five or top 10? I don't remember. But it was close. Like, you were just like, oh, he's not... There. Well, he had. Some, he did. Remember, early in his career, he had an injury. Bug. He's had some injuries, yeah, you know, because he, he's tough as hell and goes over the middle and yak him. Yeah. Debo Samuel is so good. I don't want to hear this like he's not a top five receiver. You're he's, starting he, to see. No, the I say he's the best chess piece. He's not like everybody else. I, I always use the late Aaron Hernandez. 
when Belichick had him, Gronk was the better tight end. Randy was the better receiver. Tom was the best player. Aaron Hernandez was the league's best chess piece. They could move him all over the offense. Debo's the league's best chess piece. And with this coach, what would what would a defensive coach do with him? I'm not sure. But when you give arguably the best guy with a canvas, the best chess piece, you know, Shanahan, like Debo is a like when you if you're a defensive coordinator, you can figure out ways to defend a great tight end. You look at Debo and you're like, the hell do I do with that? How I mean, do I defend that? Listen, you talk about like favorite players in the league. Debo's in my top ten. I mean, he is a oh, yeah. bad, bad boy. Like I he love will him. Love he, him. I mean, he runs over, dude. Remember he called Bradbury trash uh leading up to the Eagles game? Bradbury gets lit up by Seattle. Like, the dude knows football. He's this 49er team. How can you not love them? Ah, they're fun. Who says I don't? <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Your last day of vacation and you found time for a deep tissue massage followed by a long mud bath then a two-hour nap. Because you're an American Express Platinum Guard member and booked your stay at a fine hotel and resort through Amex Travel, which means a 4 p.m. checkout. And those relaxing vacation vibes can keep going at the airport in the Centurion Lounge. Just a splash. Before you board the plane, back to reality. See how to elevate your travel experiences at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Don't live life without it. Terms apply.